the Slag Guy. Hello and welcome again to the Slag Guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott, on another, I was going to say Monday, but this podcast doesn't go out on Monday, it comes out on a Thursday, I should know that because I've been doing this for far too long now anyway, but how are we all doing, how are we all keeping, I hope we're all feeling good in the circumstances, I know you're probably watching this if you're watching the video um, podcast on YouTube, which by the way, if you do watch it on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, I never once pushed that fact that I have a YouTube channel and I have videos going out on, now people are like, what is a YouTube channel? I don't know, because I set it up years ago, whenever I thought I'd put other stuff on, and then it didn't, and then throughout time, it's the only way I can upload videos, and blah blah blah, so here we are, use that, subscribe, but for you watching YouTube, you're probably like, why, Dave, do you have some sort of multicoloured neck brace on, I'm going to say, listen, it's not a multicoloured neck brace, it's a, a snood, not just a snood, it's not my snood, it belongs to a three-year-old child, which is my child, not just a three-year-old child, because that would be difficult to explain. It's my daughter's snood, because I'm in my house, I'm not in the studio, and I'm fucking freezing. I'm fucking freezing because I'm married to a pensioner who counts the pennies and doesn't let me be me, doesn't let me live my, my best life by putting the heat on to be warm, so I'm freezing, I'm wearing a snood, I actually came into this room, I was like, why is it so fucking cold in here, I thought I'm going to wear gloves, and then I realised she turned the radiators off, and then I went into her to be like, did you turn those radiators off in there, while she is baking in the living room in a sauna, she's just in there with a towel over her, nothing else, just a towel draped, and I'm in here, freezing, wearing a child's snood, now the problem with wearing a child's snood is it's for the head size of a child, I've got the head size of a bison, I have a big fucking bovine bonce, not a, not a svelte little child's head, so now I've got the snood on, to try and keep me warm, I'll probably not be able to get the fucker off, so now what's going to happen is I'll probably end up asphyxiating myself, and I'll die, but at least if I do, on the way out being asphyxiated, I'm going to jack one off, just to see what all the fuss is about, why people do that, why David Carradine was found in a wardrobe in Thailand, because he ha- he's like, oh, I'm really feeling horny today, I'm fucking movie star David Carradine, you know, I'm just going to drill one out quickly in the bathroom, go to set, act in my movie, have a good time, but that wasn't enough for David Carradine, no, he went, you know what, I'm in the mood to be pretty frisky, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna asphyxiate myself and just tug one out. It's not enough to just do that real quickly or just squeeze a wee bit while you're, oh, no. He hops in the wardrobe, belt on, uh, next thing you know, me finds him scundered for him. You know, scundered for him. He just wanted to have a Tommy tank, ends up to bread. Not sweet. How did I get here talking about it being cold? I don't know. But welcome to the podcast, one and all. Now, I have turned the radiators on since... I found out they were all turned off and have put the heating on because I was like, listen, I pay those bills as much as you do, chicken. All right, girl power. And you know I'm a feminist after all. I had to stick up for all the other ladies in the house who are sleeping upstairs, probably frozen. I'll probably go up and find them like a Neanderthal encased in ice. This damn house is so cold while she's in there in the sauna. Bastard. But anyway, the form is good, everybody. We're in another lockdown for four weeks and you know what I'm happy with it it's like one of those things isn't it whenever people are like oh shit it's happening again and you could get annoyed about it but it is what it is it's happening so I've just been you know resigned to the fact you know that's it it's it it is what it is and that's it you know why sometimes when like old 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 people who are, are unwell get told listen 
there's not much hope of a recovery. Some of them are like, oh, it's terrible. Others are like, oh, well, it is what it is. Let's make the most of what time I have left. And it's like, you know what, let's just make the most of the next four weeks, you know, on top of the other fucking 24 weeks or whatever the fuck we've been locked down. And let's just, you know, get, get through it, you know, just get through it. Let's get out and enjoy what we can and just keep in. Now, I must say, joking aside, um, I am always healthier and I feel better during the lockdowns and it's not necessarily I mean in terms of my physical health because during the last lockdown I was like listen if we're going into hibernation I need to stock up I'm a big bear I need to get as fat as possible so if I hibernate I have enough uh, timber on me to see me through the winter all right so I just came a, a, a big fat bastard during the last lockdown this time I'm like right I, I can't be as much of a fat pig I can't I'm not Henry the eighth you know I'm David the seventh or some shit, literally. I'm the seventh day in a row anyway. But I've just decided, you know what, this time I'm going to not eat shit. And by that I mean I'm forcibly on a Slimming World diet. I've been put on it by my wife. So, you know, and I'm a pussy-ass bitch that just does what he's told. So I'm on this um, diet and I feel good. You know, I feel better for it. I feel a bit lighter. I am a bit lighter. I'm actually over a stone lighter, which is nice. Um, but... Uh, also, along with all that kind of shit, the the chill is not going to nursery or hanging about with all these other rotten wee bastards that give all the germs a day. So therefore, I don't give all the germs a day, so I feel like I'm in rude health, which is probably terrible for whenever I'm allowed out again. I'll probably meet the first person and just get uh, get sick. You know, not not like, uh, just, you know, but <laughs> just get unwell from the first person I'll bump into. So... For now, I'm just enjoying it, you know. I mean, I feel like my days are going in fairly quickly. Now, I know some people struggle with that, and it's like a real fucking drag. But for me, my days are, are fairly quickly going in. And um, last couple of days, I've just been... I'm just a hike guy now. And I say hike, I hate that phrase. Oh, man, let's go for a hike. Nah, that's a wrong phrase. I'm a walking dude. I'm a Christopher. I'm just out and about going to National Trust places within the radius of my house and just walking around, which means just Mount Stewart, really. Um, and that's what I did today. I went out to Mount Stewart and just had, had, had a nice time. There's hiccups, I'm blitz. Um, so, yeah, it was nice. I went out there, went for a walk, got my Fitbit on, hit my steps, all good in the hood, exercising, feeling really nice. Did that yesterday, went out, went walking, exercised, felt real good. When bedtime came, I was tired, went to sleep. Now, whenever... And um, we did the walk today in Mount Stewart. I was really sleepy. Like, I mean, I was a, a tired boy. Like, I was a very tired boy. And I say tired boy, exhausted. Um, the whole walk was nice, but it was cold, you know. So, obviously, you can see now I'm affected by the cold. I'm a, I'm a cold-affected dude. And we went there. We did the walk. It was nice with the baby. She just slept. I mean, how sweet is it being a baby? You get brought somewhere. Some giant person in comparison to you just lifts you, puts you in this big warm jumpsuit and then lays you down on the bed and pushes you around. What I would give for that, I actually said to Catherine, like, how dope is that? You know, you just get brought out, popped into this nice wee suit and then put in the things, pushed about. And then her being like probably very accurate and real was like, well, soon enough that will be the shoe on the other foot. These kids will be adults and you'll be an old decrepit bastard being lifted and set in a wheelchair with a blanket over you and they'll be pushing you about. 
And I was like, oh no, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'll do a carding instead, you know. They'll find me, and obviously, I'm not going to be going to Thailand, because I mean, they'll find me in the Isle of Wight, just, you know, not even in a wardrobe, just sitting beside a set of drawers with a sock around my neck. I'll be it, trying to force my own penis up my ass. But <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, she's, she's just very matter of fact, very plain, very much in a medical she's a nurse so in a medical way I was like this is the fact of life you'll end up being a wheelchair and these poor girls that you brought up and wiped their arses and, and put into our apparatus with wheels and pushed around they'll be doing the same to you they'll be wiping your arse having to lift your big fucking dangly balls up and flopping over your shoulder and wiping your rotten wee hole which you'll, you'll still be manscaping by the way why did I do that I'm not a politician still be manscaping and all sorts but it was just a real moment so we were there we went out we did our walk it was nice, it was brisk, it was cold. Again, I, I have my trail shoes on. I get a lot of stick from my wife, from her parents, about the fact that I don't have walking boots. And I was like, listen, these walking boots are mountaineering boots for climbing mountains. And the big bear doesn't climb mountains. I walk in trails in the woods, that's what bears do. So i got these sweet Adidas trail shoes and they're just mocking me. But yet, they've all fallen wearing these boots. Have I? No. I'm like, an Ibex goat. I just don't fall. Now, no doubt, when I go for a walk tomorrow, I'm eating shit. But for now, I'm hard to knock down. So, anyway, we're there. We do the walk. I get to the car. I'm like, oh, I'm a bit tired. My wife's like, oh, I'll, I'll be driving home anyway. I was like, that's real nice. Thank you. I hop in the passenger seat. She's driving. I just get a little wee bit sleepy. I'm like, you know what? I stuck the bum heaters on because my wee hoop was really, really cold. After uh, after the walk, so I got in, my bum bum's getting warm, still my coat on, we have fleece underneath my coat, because here's the thing, fleeces are for nerd guys, if you're a nerd, you wear fleece, if you're a cool guy like me, you wear fleece because of its thermal property, but then you, you put a coat over so people can't see the fleece, you know what I mean, you put it over and just be really cosy. Um, so I was all cosy in the car, next thing you know, I'm just asleep, I'm just having a good time. I'm just dreaming about, about the good old days when Trump was president. Just loving life. <laughs> and my sleep. And then, next thing you know, we're, we're home and I'm, oh, I have pins and needles on my arm. Because for some reason, I like a self-cross-face chicken wing. And I'm, fuck that, it likes my arm. Both the, baby, both the babes, both the babes, both the babies are sleeping in the back. I'm sleeping and snoring. Catherine was like, you three were like some kind of shit acapella homeless drunk group just all honking at incorrect times but all in different tones like, oh. <laughs> that's actually sounded fairly good but she's like yeah it was a difficult listen to you guys all snoring and I was like hey listen it is what it is you know so I get home anyway it's fine I'm frozen I'm tired I've slept the whole way home you know that's fine I get in and I'm like listen I'm a bit groggy here I need to feed the baby I need to give the other one some dinner. So I was like, right, okay, I'll just do this, but I'll need a hand because I'm still, they're still sleeping my eyes, you know, so I'm still, I see me now, I think about it, but, um, <sighs> Catherine goes to me, got in, got some stuff sorted. She goes, right, she goes, I'm just nipping upstairs to get changed, get my bra off, you know, and not like, I'm getting upstairs to get my bra off, you know what I mean? Get up there, it was just like, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's too tight. I need it off, I need to chill out, it's Saturday, I'm in my house, let me just chill, and I think, sweet, 
he's going to just go, take her bra off, come back, help me with the girls. Sweet. In my head, I'm thinking, how long does it take a bra off? How long does it take to get a bra off? And in my head, I'm thinking, like, maximum 10 seconds, you know, or if I'm being honest, probably, you know, up to three or four minutes if it was, you know. If you're trying, you, I'm losing track of myself. But for a woman to take her own bra off, a matter of seconds. She goes upstairs to do that, I'm thinking. She'll be back in a minute. You know, I think 10 seconds maybe more, you know. Um, 50 minutes later, she comes down. And I was just like, what sort of subverted universe is is in existence where time means different things to different people? Now, I just think there's a difference between men and women and what their understanding of time is. Now, I may be wrong, and this may be a general stereotype, you know, but I don't care. It may be a generalization. So it's just in my house, definitely a fact. She's like, listen, I'm going to take my bra off, and I'm thinking, okay, feed the baby. I get the bottle ready for the baby. The other one then comes in and is like, Dad, I'm hungry. I was like, but your mom's coming. She's like, no, she fucking isn't. She's going to be up there for a god knows how long. And I went, right, okay. In that case, I'll make you. So I just might get on, get her pasta and sauce, whatever we get done. She's out there and the baby's screaming. I'm sorting that. And she comes down. I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing up there? She was like, I was just taking my bra off. And I was like, with what? what? Did you put on a straitjacket first and swallow the key and then try it? Like, what were you doing? She was like, just chill out. I was like, all right. Imagine... If the shoe was the other foot there, I would have come down to a carnage and I would be in the doghouse for that. Like, for example, earlier as well, she should be like, right, I need to go. Here's the phrase that you, you don't want to hear for a quick shower. She goes off for a quick shower, leaves me downstairs. Once again, thinking, quick shower. Ten minutes, all in. That's a quick shower, you know, by the time you, you get the gear off, get in, get the, the water warmed up, get lathered up, get a proper clean, say 10 minutes, whatever. Close on, say 15 in a push. By the time she gets down, the baby's 14. I've watched the full series of Game of Thrones and I've, I'm on my pension, you know, and that's, and she just comes down like, yeah, whatever. Then the audacity, if we're going out somewhere, she's up there in the shower, Taking fucking five hours comes down to me. He's like, right, we're we're gonna be late. You need to hurry up. It's like, you were up there for half a day, and I just have to get in. Literally, just turn the shower on, <laughs> in and out, cold water, <laughs> out again, and then just I'm I'm on. You you've kept us late. I'm like, well, if it wasn't for the five hours waiting on you, we'd be there probably and back. But no, but that you question that authority, you know, what you get. The back of the hand, and I, and I don't need that. I'm, I'm beating enough. I'm sitting here recording this podcast in a freezing room because I don't want to waste the electric money because I'm because <laughs> I married a nurse ratchet in there, fucking <laughs> wrecking me. But I'm warming up. I'm warming up now. I'm feeling better. I'm glad I got that off my chest. Does anybody else have the same problem that the time management is is an unfair commodity in a household? You know, that was another, but what is great about time management and things and, and, and effort in the house is now that we both have Fitbits, that's great. So if we're complaining about who's getting the most sleep or whatever, if I was like, oh, I'm really tired, blah, 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 we can check on Fitbit to see who slept the most. And this is the most, whenever she becomes like Trump, because <laughs> then she'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, I 
might be something the baby knew you weren't. Checks the watch. Oh, yeah. All right, okay. You were. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty tired. Oh, how much sleep did you get? Oh, 13 minutes. What about you? Oh, nine and a half hours. And then you can be like, right, okay. Well, you know, give us a chance. And then another thing, we found out if I do more steps, it gets cross me. How have you done more steps? Before it was, I had a different Fitbit. I had an older Fitbit. She goes, there's a problem with your Fitbit. I got a new Fitbit. And still, just put in more steps. And I just assume it's because I potter about the house more, really. Then her being size, like, it's actually because you've got short legs. Which is a fact. I do have very short legs for a man. I, I am six foot. Um, in height, that's what my height is, factually. Now, the only person that will argue me that I'm not six foot is my great-aunt Ethel, who's a very Christian woman. And she will just say there's only one man that was six foot. Jesus. And I was like, is that a thing? Like, is is that a thing that the only Jesus can be six foot? Because no harm. It's a measurement. It's not like a like a a par or like a special skill. It's just a, it is a fact. You know, you either are six foot or you're not. It's like, oh, do you want man with six foot? And that's Jesus. And I was like, well, what about all the other guys who are also six foot? And it's a weird thing to say. And why he annoyed at me? You know, I hate getting into trouble with stuff that I have no say over. You know, oh, I'm six foot. What? I dare you? How dare you use the Lord's name like that? And he's like, I didn't use the Lord's name. How dare you insinuate you're the same height as the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? I'm like, what, what height was he? Six foot. And I'm like, well, I'm six foot. You know, it's weird. It's like, why am I getting in trouble for, for that? Like, why did I get in trouble for being a helpful guy? Like, with nipping about the house with my short legs? Why did I get made fun of about that? Why did I get made fun of for not sleeping? You know, I think that is just a dad thing you do though too. Once you become a dad, you just you get resigned to the fact that you're like, you know, I'm I'm just never gonna sleep again. You know it is and then it is my duty to get up and deal with the stuff in the middle of the night. And again, because in case there's bodies like that, I can't believe that that's something that's accepted anymore. You you have to get up in case there's bodies. I was like, but what happens if there are bodies? Like, what happens... Like, if you just watched the series Night Stalker on Netflix, like, what happens if there's a Night Stalker in my house when I get up to get a bottle and I get killed? Then you're going to have to do the night feeds. So either way, you're going to end up having to do it. You know, so don't, don't resent me. You know what I mean? It's sly. It's pick on day every week, which is not, which is not cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm feeling warmth now. Hopefully she's put the heat on. I'll be like that. Um, she's, she's allowed me to have a cup of tea as well, which is kind of her. Um, so hopefully uh, we'll survive, you know. And this snoot's not coming off, so she'll have to use her medical skills, i.e. medical scissors, to cut this off me. But it's been a fun time. Like, you know what? As much as, as, much as lockdown shit, which it is, we all know it's shit. It is shit, it sucks. But, you know, there's a bit of me that's like, it, it's got to end soon. You know, it has to. And I mean, I think this time around, it's better to just be inside and behaving than it is, you know, going and like doing that, that, that eating out thing. You know, like, I'm sure obviously the, the joke's like, oh, eat out to help out, the old eat out phrase. You know, like that thing, you know, is probably... A case too, you know, like you're probably if you're eating out to help out. I'm sure that if people are locked down for weeks and get out, like they're in the house, they're they're safe. You know, they're 
they're not susceptible to germs. Like I said, my kid isn't going to nursery, so I'm not getting the nursery germs. Same things happen if you're a single person, you're a dirty bastard, you get out after lockdown, you're out, you're eating ass, you know, next thing you know, salmonella's through the roof, you know, so there are, there are risks there. If you go to somebody, make sure they use a bidet, you know, before you, before you go to, go to dinner, oh, gross, you know, but that is a thing. You got to just keep yourself right. You know, and I think this time around, they were like, oh, the eat out, the help out thing was stupid. People are just going out, partying, you know, eating food with everybody. There's people in queues. They're all cramped together at tables. Stupid. You know, I mean, I know this isn't a conspiracy podcast, and I know I've said it before that I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I'm going to say maybe the government's fucked up a bit. You know, maybe there's been a bit of a fuck up from these guys and maybe the fact that we're locked down again is because their previous behaviour fucked it up now apparently I'm seeing on the news too certain uh, restrictions are being enforced better this time because the last time no one gave a shit whereas I saw that there were uh, people partying in in Kensington now how I knew people were partying in Kensington was because I received the golden envelope invite me to party in Kensington. I said, listen, I'm going to adhere to the rules here. I'm not going to travel and come to a party in Kensington, even though it sounds like my kind of place. But there's a thing in the article that two police officers got injured because um, of Toffs partying in Kensington. They were like, there was up to 200 people in this building. And when the police got there, the Toffs were like, I don't want to get fined, and ran out and knocked down a couple of peelers. And that was it. So, you know, what I would be saying to that is, if I ran the police, I'd be sending people in with batons. Yeah, I'd just be going, listen, you don't use guns. Guns are too, you know, it's too much to do that. You should be shooting people. Unless, you know, you're using, like, I was going to say, like, Nerf guns, but that wouldn't really have an effect. You need, like, a hard Nerf gun. They don't want to say rubber bullet, because then, you know, people get sensitive about that. Don't be joking about Sorry. But, um, you know, just going, just going with batons, just like, you know, Hannibal Lecter, and he's... It's the lamb, just go into the and just start beating off a load of toffs. Yeah, it'd be great crack. I mean, it would definitely be be troublesome, but I mean, it's about time that law enforcement started enforcing the law. And people nowadays are just so everyone knows all their rights. Everyone's like, like, see, if I was acting a dick and I got a baton around the bonds, I'd go, fair play, yeah, I deserve that. You know, whereas now, like, oh my goodness, I was assaulted, just what were you doing? You are getting in someone's face and shouting at them and shoving them. And, you know, if you lay a hand on a police officer, it should be dropped. But again, it's not up to me to enforce those laws. I'm just here to be a silly goose, you know. So there we have it. That's where we're feeling at the minute. That's where we're at. And again, I didn't realise how weird the snood looked. I'm actually going to take it off now because sweet wee earphones instead of headphones. Here we go. Oh no! Look at me. I look like a wank- I look like one of those wankers that uh, that just does stuff for the sake of it. What are you doing? Oh hey, I'm just, I'm just part of a, a park run crew. <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off and get get in the pond in the park with the sea swimmer wankers as well. It's fucking asshole. I mean, here's the thing. You never find a sea swimmer with a great personality, do you? You know, you never find someone with a bit about them. You know, you never find a sea swimmer with something about them. It's always just a sheep. It's like, oh, I need to do this to look cool because other people are doing it. Look at me. Uh, you know what you should do? Stay under there. <laughs> Get under the water and just stay under there. You stupid sea swimming fucks. And also the mountaineers. 
the cold weather mountaineers that are like, look how cool I am. Here's a ball of fucking champagne on top of Sleeve Donard. You know what you should do? Fucking shove the ball of champagne up your hole and jump off Sleeve Donard and see what happens. You bastard. As in, not to just kill yourself because it's very sinister, but as in, with the bottle up your arse, just forcibly shove it up your ass. People might enjoy that. You know? It's like, when people put stuff up on social media, like, they've just washed their own car. Look at that, it's gleaming. Look at you, you're a fucking boring cunt. <laughs> stop putting shit like that up. Get a real life, have a real entertaining hobby, do something fun. Stop putting shit on my timeline, piss me off, I can't unfollow you because then it's a fucking diplomatic crisis you know that's a problem you can't unfriend people or unfollow people who you know because they'll be offended but realistically you should be going listen yes we are friends that's fine but I just hate you you know no no harm we are friends we've been through the long grass together we've been to war we're good but your social media makes me sick you know I don't care that you've washed your car I don't care that you swim in the sea I don't care that you climb mountains I don't give a shit how many presents Santa brought your stinking little child. I don't give a fuck unless you're doing something funny or slagging off somebody or you've got really sweet swimwear on holidays. You know, that's what I go, oh, interesting. But other than that, fuck off. Boring bastards everywhere. <sighs> I think since I took the snoot off, I've got really, really angry. Fucking give me that snood back. Speaking of angry, by the way, Ulster Hall tickets are selling really well. I am, I've said before, a bit embarrassed by the fact that they are. I'm not embarrassed, but humbled. You know, I, I'm a very modest guy. What? what that's me. So the tickets are selling well, and I want people who want to see me to get the tickets. I don't want people to be like, oh no, it's too late. Yeah, it will be too late. If you don't buy them soon, it'll be too late. And then you won't be able to come to the show and you'll be all like, are you doing a show again? And I'll be like, no, because I'm the only person in this world that seemingly is going to enforce discipline to people. And people will be like, but what do you mean by that? They have to be like, but listen, I'm putting one show on the Ulster Halls, thousand odd tickets. Thousand odd people can come to see it. If you really want to come, buy a ticket soon. You know, if you want to be one of these people who are like, oh, I was going to, going to, could have, would have, should have. You know, I have no time for it if you're not going to do that. Get in the sea, you know. But, yeah, the tickets are going really nicely. They're there on Ticketmaster. They're there on the Ulster Hall website. The, mi- the middle section is nearly all sold out. So if you want to get in the middle section, chop, chop. Um, that's the best place to be because I, I am a sort of guy I'm a guy who although I'm on my Fitbit I'm trying to get steps once I'm on that stage I'm not moving a lot let's be honest I'm standing in the middle and you can all look at me and admire me I don't know why I did that like I was some sort of deity but you know it's going to be fun so please do that if you want to come if not you know wh- like why why are you, why are you this far into my podcast if you don't want to come and see me do stand up you know it's weird you know if, if you've listened the 27 minutes off me, but, you know, you're just like, I, I, I like listening to this podcast every week, but, you know, probably wouldn't go and see him. I'm better at stand-up than I am on a podcast. Despite what the thread on Reddit said, by the way, some person on Reddit, don't know who it was, now, I don't know why I'm getting angry here, but someone on Reddit basically was like, Dave Elliott's great. You know, this is just, he has a great 
guy's podcast is fantastic. And then someone actually said that I actually prefer his podcast to his stand-up because it seems more real. I mean, duh, obviously, because just fucking off the cuff, you numpty. I'm not honing it. I'm presenting it. I'm just... I'm just going off the top of my dome, like the bomb funk MCs. You know, it's that's what it is. I'm going banging it off the top of my dome with a rocking microphone, jigga jigga jigga, whatever. You know, that's what it is, and that's why people sometimes like a podcast more than stand up. But stand up's always funnier, as much as podcasts can be hilarious, and some are, some not, but some are. This one is a good podcast, and you know, stands better. So just buy tickets. Because I get in trouble if I don't mention the Ulster Hall on this podcast. And it's going to get boring for you, the listeners, to be like, he's fucking talking about this again. So the sooner you buy tickets, the sooner I don't have to talk about this. And the sooner I can talk about being a, a grumpy old dad, husband guy again for you is all. And if you get over to Patreon as well, you can you watch me Manscape live. I might actually, that'd be an interesting one just to see who all the perverts on Patreon are. Be like, listen, 8 in the morning tomorrow, I'm going to do live manscaping. I'm going to be tightening up my gooch. If you want to check that out, pop on to the Zoom. And I mean, listen, some of the shit that some comedians are putting out during this lockdown wouldn't surprise me if that was next. You know, that would be the next thing. Hey, I'm just doing a live stream of me taking a shit here. Uh, people would watch it. You know, people would watch it. So, yeah, there's a Patreon. Sly Guy Podcast with Dave I might just change it to me because there's a lot of bits and bobs going on and um, have a new podcast coming on Patreon that I'm not telling people about other than the patrons, so don't care. It's going to hopefully be starting next week with any luck and putting a lot of a lot of plans in place to sort that out. So yeah, if you like that, get over to Patreon. It's like, it's $5 a month. You get a bonus extra podcast. You get some other, I, I lost the word, content. There's other content that I don't put on other social media pages and there's going to be a bonus podcast exclusively on Patreon from probably next week, hopefully next week, uh, which is, you know, the week before the start of February, but definitely in February. You know, I'll be working towards that. And hopefully producer Ben might even help me with that because he has fucking slacked since I've not been in the studio to shout at him. The last two weeks, the video has been late. I have been cross. I try to be sound about it, but in the back of my mind, furious. I am furious. The blood boils to the front of my face. I go lobster pink with anger when I don't get my podcast video out on time or a clip made. And that's what he's there for. That's why he gets the big bucks. That's why he doesn't have a mortgage in his house anymore because I said, listen, make me a few clips. I'll sort your mortgage out. He's like, I didn't know you earned that much money from the Patreon. I go, listen... What I pay you and what I get are two separate things. It's not for you to ask. Know your own. Shut your mouth, Jabroni, all right? And he was like, well, how did you pay it off? I said, listen, I could have paid it off. I could have, you know, just, just done that. Or I could have spoken to some guys who may or may not be in paramilitaries and made them threaten your your mortgage people. And now you have no mortgage. But either way, you don't have a mortgage. So just fucking edit my videos and get them on damn time, all right? And if he doesn't do this new podcast on Patreon right, I am going to fire him again like a different boy town. All right, so there you go. And then I'm going to keep his cut myself and I'm going to give it to the Simon community. 
which is really sound, you know. So there you have it. There's pressure on you. You're taking money away from the Simon community. Just edit my damn videos. All right, you snake rat goat. Um, but speaking of uh, of snake rats, Peter has been um, in touch by rating and reviewing the podcast, which is something that I say people should should do. If you haven't already, please do. Again, I get the listening figures of this shit every week. And there's, see if all the listeners that I get every week bought a ticket to see me in Ulster Hall, it'd be sold out. So what is that? See if every listener I got rated and reviewed the podcast, I'd be flying. I'd be in the... I, and see if I get it. If I get in the iTunes charts... I'm going to do a big giveaway of gear, like merchandise, proper merch for the for the show, and also gear. Because again, I may or may not know paramilitaries. I'll sort that out. I'll give you gear and merch. And I'll actually, I'll hide the gear in the merch if I get into the iTunes top whatever. So it's on you guys. Rate and review the podcast. And also, if you do re- review the podcast, write a tasty review that I read. In the, it's content. It's inception. It's black mirror shit. Getting in on in and twisting around and in and about. You know what I mean? So weird. I'm breaking the fourth wall. I'm repairing it with polyfilla. Whoa. But this week, Peter has said about this podcast that it's Conspiracy 101. Which, Peter... Come on. Peter says, whoa, great place to learn all about what's really going on as a conspiracy guy. Dave puts his single word science to good use. Excellent knowledge. Light up a marijuana cigarette. Put on your tinfoil hat as we learn about what those pesky lizard people have been at and why COVID was faked by storming to get people to buy 5G phones. Nah, just silly fun from Papa Bear. Correct. You know why? I think conspiracies... Although they're interesting, and I will look into them, a lot of the time, conspiracies are perpetuated by twats. You know, very rarely do you hear... This is why probably conspiracies are so almost, not taboo, but almost looked at like fucking little shit. Is because the people peddling them are dunce. And, like, the dunce people <clears throat> who peddle conspiracies use their apparent knowledge of conspiracies to make them seem intelligent. But when you strip that back, you're like, you're a moron. You know, you're that moron. Like, you eat wood glue. You know, that's what... But yet, you know, like, oh, no, no, I know what's going on here. The 5G is the... The Chinese have enough in their plates. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like dog from the wet market. They don't need to worry about... Well, it's all the boring people. You know, it's all the, like... They're running the mill people that apparently this this vaccine's going to get into. Oh, the vaccine's going to get into these. They're going to be watching up on you. Why do they want to know what Dell, who works customer service in Tesco's, is doing? You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck? It's the high-level spies they want. And the Russians just take care of them by just firing poison at them. You know what I mean? So the Novichok bastards that they are. So I think, like... All, I, I, and then the QAnon, that was actually great. I don't know if anyone, the whole QAnon thing that had happened, they were like, no, nah, Trump's going to be, he's there, he's the man, all these pedo guys are going to get arrested. Inauguration came, Biden's president, Trump's like, oh no, QAnon are like, oh no, it balls this up. It's a, conspiracies are stupid. I don't know why I get into conspiracies there, but cheers for the review, Peter. I appreciate it. Um, what I also appreciate is my sponsors, 
Bebe Adriano's provides good quality food using only the freshest local produce, everything prepared and cooked from scratch on premises. Bebe Adriano's in Bangor provides burritos, fajitas, salad bowls and special box meals. And you know with that in ca- is the case, there's something for everyone, both naughty and healthy if you're on a diet like myself. If I'm not on a diet, what I like to get into me is a dirty cock and cow box. That's just all the fries, the sweet potato fries, the Mexican chicken, marinated steak, peppers, onions. My mouth is watering, by the way. Dressed lettuce, sweet corn salsa, tomato salsa, and a bit of smoked paprika sauce. Mm, very, very good. Also, the guys have been nominated for the best uh, takeaway at the NI Food Awards as well as the best healthy takeaway. So, I mean, it's quality we're talking. And I also saw recently on social media that they won the best takeaway establishment in Bangor, North Down which I'm the king of, and I will give the award to them. And in return, I'll get a dirty cock and cow box. Maybe it's a dirty cock as well. Who knows? But they are fantastic. I highly recommend. Hashtag would recommend. If you haven't tried Bebe Adriano's yet, what is wrong with you? Get down there. If you go post in the stories, tag me, tag them. We'll share it out. We'll let people know what a great establishment it is. And it's such a great establishment that they have their own app if you get it, you get 10% off your first order. It's that easy. Check out the App Store. Check out the Android Store. Check out the candy shop. Get wherever you get it. I don't know. Or if you want to ring them, hit them up on the phone on OT at 91479988. That's OT at 91479988. Yum, yum. Speaking of yum, yum, my cock is shaved. <laughs> oh, they pay me. Um, Guys. 2020 sucked. So gross. 2020 sucked. It's almost time to forget it. It's time to move forward into 2021. A manscaped is the best and below the belt waist grooming. Below the belt male. Below the below the belt, below the waist male grooming. They offer precision engineered tools for your family jewels and are helping over two million men all over the world get rid of hair on their balls. Now there's people out there. You have St. Vincent de Paul. You have the Samaritans. You have War on Want. You have Oxfam. They say, oh, we're charities. We're going out, we're helping, blah, blah, blah. Are you helping shave two million balls? In fact, four million balls? Nah, these guys are. And they're here to sort you out with all you need. They've got the fresh start that you wanted in 2021 with the Perfect Package 3.0, which is all the right tools for the job. Come out of quarantine with clean balls, thanks to the Lawnmower 3.0. This is a waterproof with skin-safe technology trimmer that reduces the next to your two best friends, your balls. Go and sort your social life out if your two actual best friends are your balls. That's a problem. The third-generation trimmer even has a light to give you that glow-up you need in 2021. So if you're like trying to bend down, you're in the mirror and trying to just see up your own man snatch, and you can't, you have a light, you can just beam it up. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up. And that's what you do. You just get in there. You get in the taint. You get in the balls. You just get along the shaft. You get on the pubes along the baseline. You know what I mean? You go deep. You're Roger Federer. Hit the baseline with your lawnmower 3.0. Take that off. Very sexy. It's also kind of freshen up in there once you've done a shave with the crop preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits. 
And what smells worse than your armpits? That's right, your cock and balls. So why do you just not do that and hurry up with it? Get fresh, get it on the go if you want to just get that wee, wee, wee glow up in your balls during the day when you're at work. Get the bloody crop reviver, just spray that on. It's all you want. This reed's been fucking awful, and I'm sorry, man, skipped if you're listening. But the point is, their products are good. I'm a trim bear. I've trimmed my arms, my back, everywhere. I just can't help it. I can't stop myself. I'm so trimmed. I'm so moisturized. They smell amazing. I see people coming to my door asking to smell my privates. And I'm like, you know, I couldn't really during COVID. And they're like, oh, but you, you have to stand two meters away. And I'm like, okay, let me get a semi up, and then there'll be the two meter barrier or whatever. Fine. But if you're looking to be like me, being trimmed, being shaved, being conditioned, being toned, you need to get on manscaped.com and insert the discount code SLYGUY at checkout. That's all caps, SLYGUY at checkouts, and you will get free shipping to anywhere in the world and 20% off your order. What more can you ask for? Harry balls are so last year, babe. Shave them. And last but not least, can't speak, last but not least, the Sligo Podcast is brought to you by Modest Beer. Modest are an independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers. Brewed and canned in Hollywood County Down, Modest are on the journey with one clear goal in mind, to bring exceptional brews to the local craft beer market. They're not here to revolutionise the craft beer movement, but just simply to add to it with a brand that's joyous, responsible and honest. If you want to know more about Modest, Contact them on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Modest Beer or www.modestbeer.co.uk to find your nearest stockist. You guys have asked some questions this week and as is the way the podcast goes, Pop's going to answer them. Handy, a friend of mine from school, has said... Why did you knock star batsman David Burns unconscious with a 3D, which of course is a Dudley Death device, during a crucial run chase versus Down High School in 2001? Here's the thing about that. 2001, it was 20 years ago. I can't remember what happened to me yesterday, Handy. So how the hell do I remember that? What I do like is the thought of me playing in a team with a guy who's doing a run, trying to win us a match. And I just come out of nowhere and hit him with a 3D. The thing about the 3D is it's a two-man job. So what did I do, Handy? Did I throw him up and hit? Who knows? But I think what that is, is fake news. And I think you're a liar. And I think you'll be hearing from my lawyers for being libelous. So, um, you know, why did I do that? Because I do what I want. It's just the nature of the beast. It's where I got to I, where I am today. It's why I'm a wild man. It's why the people listen to this podcast. That's why you need to watch your mouth. You're going to three day. Phil McCambly says, Fame CNN interviewer Larry King sadly passed away last night. RIP. My question is, who would you like to interview you, possibly in a this is your lifestyle scenario? Hmm. I mean, you want somebody that's, that's sound, you know, somebody that's good. At what they do. Um, so you wouldn't want to pierce Morgan because he would just grill you. You wouldn't be able to have a nice time there. He'd always be fucking on edge, ready to go. I, I like guys that are a bit camp, a bit calm, a bit creme fresh. So I mean, I think I would I would pretty much like to sit down with either... <laughs> I meant to say Ryland, but he already said Riddy in there. Riddian! Riddian Roberts! Um, so... 
Yeah, Redding. You know, Redding from the X Factor, that really fully white guy. It looks like he's he's you know some sort of leader of of, of like a, a stormtroop gang from the Masters of the Universe by way of He Man. You know, he's a weird looking dude. But feeling him, Graham Norton. Graham Norton would be good. Um, so yeah, Graham Norton or Redding, even though I meant to say Ryland. But that's a great question. Thank you. Um, Mark Haggerty said, Today is my 23rd birthday. Any life advice? Well, 23 is pretty young. Um, your whole life ahead. What I would say, my life advice is don't asphyxiate yourself when you're masturbating in a wardrobe. Didn't work out well for David Carradine. So I would say, you know, if you're just going to be a masturbator guy, you're 23, I'm sure you do it about seven times a day. Do it outside of the wardrobe. You know, do it in the open, not in the open air. That's inappropriate and probably illegal, and I would report you to the police. But yeah, just 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 do it normally. That's my sole advice. Just masturbate normally. Happy birthday. Um, Jack Core has said McGregor or Poirier. Justin Poirier sounds like something. Um, Kitty Price would say if if you were like, oh, Kitty, Kitty, why does your house smell like like really nice flowers? That's my Poirier over there. I mean, you're what my Poirier? Do you mean Poirier? No Poirier. I think uh, McGregor will win because he beat him before, and I think Poirier is just like a a level below him. So I'm gonna go for 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 Conor McGregor. That was a shit impression. My name is Conor McGregor, and I am the number one fighter in the world. Um, yeah, I think I think McGregor will win. Um, Aaron Fisher has just said incels. Like, that's the topic, incels. I need to actually know correctly what incels are. I know incels are like virgin loser guys, but um, I need to get the exact definition. Incel definition here. This is listen. You, you're always learning in this podcast. Um, a member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, typically associated with views that are hostile towards women uh, and men who are sexually active. Um, an incel is an invo- involuntary celibate. Or it was known as a my days ugly fuckers with no game. Um, I think incels are pieces of shit. You know, I would say to any incels listening to the podcast, if you are indeed an incel yourself, Aaron, apologies. But I would say um, if you're an incel, you don't need to be an incel. You could be an outcel, you know, or, or you could be an outhore. You know, if an incel is an involuntary celibate, you could be an outwardly... No, no, invo- you could be a, 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 you could be a vo-whore, which is a voluntary whore. You know, you put it like this. There are people in the world, like Honey Boo Boo, for example, is ma. There you go. People fuck. You know, anyone can fuck. If Holly Boo Boo's ma, Honey honey Boo Boo, Holly Holly Boo Boo, it's my own. <laughs> if, if Honey Boo Boo, her mum has kids, People, anyone can fuck, so incels don't need to be a thing. But what incels need to do, you know, this is coming from a feminist guy, is if they were so, if they were less hostile and such pieces of shit to women and treated women properly and were a bit flirty, had a nice bit of chat, you know, offered them, um, you know, 
fun dates, experiences, you know, had a bit of intrigue about them, a wee bit of interest, a bit of, bit of humour. You know, likelihood is the BDTF and, you know, you get fucking, you wouldn't be an incel anymore. You'd be down to fuck. You know, so what I say to incels, you're pieces of shit. You should either, you know, change your ways, be more open to um, meeting people. And sometimes, yeah, you know what, here's the thing. Some people have a real high opinion of themselves and incels, maybe you're like, well, I wouldn't, you know what I mean? You need, you need to be realistic. If you're part of an online community, you're a nerd virgin guy. You need to just get that out of your head. You'd be open to meeting successful women. You know, women who are, are, are just needing to be celebrated. Women are great. And if you're an incel, you're a piece of shit and should probably, you know, unlike Mark, masturbate in wardrobes. So I just, I'm not a big incel fan. Sorry if you are one, Aaron. If that's the case, you know, make room in the shiffer robe. Greg Murray has said, well, Dave, hope you're keeping well after the news of another lockdown. <clears throat> Very sly. Um, let's see who this story is. He sent me a story saying, stay safe and I'll see you at Pillow Talk. Yes, get your tickets if you're already and sent me a story. Let me see what these hand sanitizer guys are up to. Oh, no. The story, it's, it's from the Yorkshire Post. Teenagers offer free squirts of hand sanitizers to shoppers in Bradford. But it's super glue. Oh, that's very sly. I love the way that headlines like teenagers offer free squirts of hand sanitizer to shoppers in Bradford. But it's super glue. Like you'd think the headline would be teenagers pretend super glue's hand sanitizer. You know what I mean? You don't have to be like, because they're not giving out free squirts of hands. They're just putting super glue in people's hands. Now, if you're a person going up to like, a group of teenagers standing there in tracksuits with their hands down their bags. Right, mate, do you want some uh, sanitizer, do you? And they'd be like, yeah, we do. And then they pull out some f- fucking super lock glue. You just you take your hand away and go, I don't want that. Um, the group of boys, shocking, were seen approaching multiple people outside Morrison's. Um, I mean, that's not the place those boys should be. They should be sitting outside NASDA. Rather than outside of Morrison's, how dare they? Next, they'll be outside Marks and Spencer's. Makes me sick. Group of teenagers put super glue in a hand sanitizer bottle and offer free squirts to shoppers in Bradford. Claims a woman who narrowly avoided the trap. The boys were reportedly stood outside Morrison's um, and were spotted approaching different shoppers, in turn, offering them free squirts. Um, Kathy Smith said she almost accepted well, I mean, if ever there was a John Doe name, Kathy Smith said she almost accepted it and has no doubts that the boys with the bottle would have squirted it on their hands if she had held them out. But she stopped short when some of the group let out a laugh. This lad approached me, showing me a bottle of sanitizer, asking if I'd like a free pump. I mean, I don't know if he was asking about the sanitizer. Oh, I loved you, a free pump. He was eagerly waiting for, for me to hold my hands out with a massive smile on his face. And they all started having a laugh whenever he said there was hand sanitizer. I heard one of the lads laughing out and said, it's fucking super glue, mate. They all walked off laughing. I'll pass, thanks. Go ahead, Kathy. Um, Kathy was relieved to avoid the trap, adding, if I'd have been in Bradford Royal Infirmary all night, if I'd got super glue in my hands, yeah, should have just fucked them and, and, and got the pump on board then, shouldn't you? Um... <laughs> Anyhow, thank you for that, um, Gregory. Um, Andy Lee said, Afternoon, Papa Dave. 
Hope all's going well for second favourite child. And um, what is your favourite method of getting the Bambino number two to sleep? We have found that the pile driver is the most successful move. We've also found success with the choke slam and the aptly named sleeper hold. Hope all is well and keep up the podcasts and being the power behind the throne in the ray of lockdown. Thank you very much. One thing I do want to say is when people tell me to keep up the podcasts, I will always do that. I'll never stop. Ever. Because that's what I'm all about, podcasting. But thank you. How do I get the, the baby just goes to sleep. She's a big greedy pig. She's a gorb. She just give her a bottle and off she'll go. You know, and she has been sleeping mostly throughout the night, which again, touch wood, very expensive wood, man. Um I'm very I'm very lucky that she has done that. So um you know my move it's the rare naked choke. I, I would utilise really um to get get them to sleep, but yeah, just just a big bottle before bed and a bath. Babies love a bath. Well, she hates it when she's in it, but afterwards, when you give her the wee massage, oh, well, and I have a bottle. Like, how, how sweet is that? You take her, put her in a comfy gear, put her in a in a pram, push her around Mount Stewart, bring her home, feed her, give her a big old feed, then a massage. Imagine I got that. It'd be 10 out of 10. What a day. Um, so, yeah, just 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 food. Stuff them. Stuff them full of, full of gear, and he said... No, feeling feel, feeding them up too much, just give them a lock of calpol and saying it ain't. Um, Ross Campbell says Papa Bear versus Robin Swan in bare knuckle boxing. Get that on Patreon. And um, what I'm going to say is no. Big fan of Robin Swan. Think he's doing the best job he can in the circumstances. He's the man who's been the most mugged off man in Northern Irish politics as well because he was the leader of the Ulster Unionist Party and he stepped back because he's like nah I need to spend more time with family this is too busy too stressful don't want to do it anymore to be health minister yeah it should be a problem boom pandemic poor guy's fucking head's turned so uh, you know what if I was in a bare knuckle fight with him I would, I would just take take the fall and give uh, give Robin the win because he's been through enough um, Joe Canavan has said you should, <laughs> you should watch Bling Empire on Netflix it features specimens that ooze come I mean Sounds like an ejaculated penis, to be fair, Joe. Um, I'll send you a few examples, and can you rate them in the podcast? Hey, absolutely. Ben, if I, if I decide not to sack you, get these pictures up here. First up is Ken Ling. Wow. This guy, he's sitting here, he's got the undercut haircut, he's got, like, the nice brown jacket on. He's, he's quite... He's flamboyantly limp in his pose, which I like a lot. He, he just looks like his bones aren't fully formed, and I like that. He looks like he's made of cartilage. He's a very calm guy. I like the name Kane Ling. Very sweet. Oh, why? Number two, Kevin. He's just a sexy, buff Asian guy. Full head of hair in a vest. Not calm or creme fraiche. Just sexy. And last but not least, we have Guy Tang. Who, in my opinion, is one of the most calm people on television. Let's see the picture. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, Guy Tang is actually wearing my stage outfit, which is kind of embarrassing because it means I'll not be able to wear that for the Ulster Hall now. But um, he, I mean, what is this outfit? It's kind of like Robin Hood meets, um, I guess, Deadpool meets full-on sex pervert because it's like there's not a lot to it it's a bit of leather with some straps on it the picture up there you go 
Um, guy Tang, very sexy, and he looked cum. I mean, to be fair, it, I saw an advert for that, and by advert for it, I mean I was just feeding the baby and looking at what was on Netflix. I thought Bling Empire was very much a bit of me, so you know what, for sure, um, Joe, I will check that out uh, and let you know what, what I think about it. Um, <clears throat> Johnny has said, in comedy, what do you not like? I mean, that's a bizarre question. Um, what what do I know? I don't know if he means people or th- I'm going to assume styles maybe or or or, or I don't know. But what what I mean what I don't like for a start is when people think making stupid faces is is really funny. Like you know all that shit. Nah, just don't like that. Um. I don't like annoying voices. Like, no, I don't mind some voices. Don't mind impressions. Do some myself. Annoying voices. Can't have that. And also, songs, really. Don't do it for me. Well, songs are okay, but not parties. You know, never like Weird Al Yankovic and others. So that would be that. And the last question of the week is from Matt Deneen, who says, do you know which Boytown episode the Meat Books clip was in? No. Because the thing about Boytown, podcasts or whatever you do them and then they're done you know and, and I don't listen to them back unless someone's been like you said something and I go fuck what did I say before I brought the court um, or before I need to apologise to somebody for oh, fuck up fuck away on so um, I don't know what that clip was in but the, I did recently find the meat books clip on my phone when I was clearing space so I might just post that somewhere for people to enjoy um, otherwise, I don't know, I'm afraid, Matt, but that was a great question. And I'm going to say that was quite a pleasant podcast this week. I enjoyed it. I didn't expect much from it. Again, I had to record the episode early. Normally, I record on Tuesday, but this is a Saturday night that I'm recording because I'm doing five other podcasts, I think, between now and Wednesday. So I just wanted to get it in the can and make sure you guys get the quality you deserve. So, to finish off, if you haven't already, buy tickets to Ulster Hall and stop being a fucking incel. Only incels don't buy tickets to see me, alright? If you're not an incel, you get your tickets. If you are an incel, get in the wardrobe, but before you do buy a ticket, then you'll not be able to take it, but I'll still, you know, whatever. Um, also, rate and review the podcast. And as well, people share this in Instagram stories. I love nothing more when I see people are listening, you know, tag me so as I can say respect, I'll share it myself, you know, and of course rate and review the podcast, but above all else, be sensible, be safe, you know, stop listening to other podcasts and just listen to this, let's get it into the the iTunes charts, alright, so, I mean, my beard's got so long, it actually covers my neck, I want to wear this, so it just looks like I've got a wee, like a wee turtle or a turd just you know either way um, it's all it's all gravy so there we are guys thank you very much for listening I'll be back next week if you want to listen to some extra content get over to my Patreon I'm uh, recording the Patreon episode directly after this now so I'm feeling silly it's going to be a fun episode anyway guys take care God bless Godspeed take speed fair play bye I'm the slack guy